The following is a hoop ball presentation. Good morning, hoop ballers, and welcome to another edition of Hoop Balls DFS today. This is your Thursday, June 10th edition. I am your host, Santino Cocone. I'll be riding this one solo for you guys. Uh, we have a quick two-game slate for you. As usual, we only have uh, four matchups left, two on each side, eight teams. Not many games on one day's slate here. <clears throat> um but we're here with Game 3 of Brooklyn-Milwaukee going to now in Milwaukee and Game 2 of the Clippers-Utah series. It's going to be some good ones, hopefully. We were coming off a one-game Wednesday slate, a showdown slate there, but I think this one will be a nice nice refresher before um, we eventually go to one-day slates only, which is eh to me. But here we are. Before we get into it, I do want to give a quick shout out over to our guys at MyBookie, simply the best sports book around. They have a fully fledged casino platform, everything that you need at the at your fingertips. Um, any sports bet you can think of. In addition to that, you can have li- uh, <clears throat> live casino dealers, table casino games with live dealers. Uh, everything you want or virtual, whatever the case may be. But all of that is at your fingertips. So if you want to sign up, if you haven't already, you can get your first deposit matched halfway up to $1,000 by entering the promo code HOOPBALL upon signing up. It's as simple as going to my bookie, signing up, entering the co- promo code HOOPBALL, and you get... If you uh, put in $1,000, you get an extra 500 to play with and so on and so forth. <clears throat> and the best part of my bookie, they pay you and they pay super fast. So anytime you want to do a withdrawal, you can do so and get your money into your account uh, very efficiently, very quickly. I also want to give a shout out to our guys over at Manscaped, the number one men's below the waist grooming in the world, uh, they are. I, I can't say enough good things about Manscaped. I love them, uh, but uh, they want. <laughs> there is something called Father's Day that's coming up in ten days from now, and what better way to um, <laughs> help your father than get some lawnmower 4.0 action in there? The brand new lawnmower 4.0. I'm still on the 3.0. I absolutely love it. I have the perfect package 3.0, but now we have the lawnmower 4.0 and and the ultra smooth package. Uh, everything in there from the last one, we have the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which is has a 7,000 RPM trimmer and features skin safe technology, a new multifunction on off switch, uh, and can engage a travel lock created for jet setters. It gives you the ability to turn the 4,000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for the more precise shave and additional guard lengths with sizes 1 to 4 to let you trim to your liking. We also have the crop exfoliator, the crop gel, 
and the crop shaver and all that good stuff. Uh, all three of these those op- things are all cruelty-free and sulfate-free products. And if you want to get yourself in on the perfect pa- or the ultra smooth package with the lawnmower 4.0 and all that good stuff, go on down to manscaped.com and enter the promo code hoopball20. That's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0 to get 20% off and free shipping. So again, get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code hoopball20 at manscaped.com. Time to get smooth. All right, guys. We are on to the main slate. And the first game of the docket is the Brooklyn Nets traveling to the Milwaukee Bucks for Game 3, the first game in Milwaukee. We have for a spread here. Uh, the Bucks are 3.5-point home favorites. They got, they're down 0-2, and the second game was a blowout, but they are 3.5-point home favorites here. And we have a whopper of a 234 game total, uh, much higher than the next game. On the injury report, for the Nets, we have Spencer Dinwiddie, James Harden, and Jeff Green all out. For the Bucks, we have Jordan Nwora, Sam Merrill, and Dante DiVincenzo all out. We'll start with the Bucks here. I mean, the, the Nets here, they are the away team. And obviously, when you start with the Nets, we start with the big three, which is now the big two <clears throat> because James Harden is out. Anytime one of these two guys or one of these three guys is out, the other two get a massive boost because instead of sharing the ball with three main guys, you have two, and then everybody else uh, pitches in there a little bit extra as well. Uh, throat was parched for a second. Um, Kevin Durant is the second highest priced guy on the slate at 10600 And likewise, Kyrie Irving is the third highest guy on the slate because there is no James Harden. Uh, at 9,700. They're both been putting up value here. Uh, Kevin Durant more so. And they didn't even play a full complement of minutes in this last game. I don't mind going with either of them. Obviously, this is a massive game total. Uh, and there is no James Harden again. I'll mention it. So these two guys get the bulk of the, the load here. Um, but I don't know how much exposure I will have. Just because there are some guys on the other games and on the opposite side of this game that I do want a little bit more exposure to in that same price range. Um, I just can't imagine them walloping them, the, the Bucks again, especially since the Bucks are going home. Uh, but <clears throat> can't fault you for wanting exposure to Kevin Durant, who looks like the best player uh, left in these playoffs, and Kyrie Irving, who has been Kyrie Irving. Uh, but Kyrie Irving has been playing even though he's he's racking up assists and, and there is no Harden right now, he's still playing a little bit more off-ball than normal. Uh, they're still keeping him at that Sato shooting guard role, um, combo guard role. So I don't know how many, if he'll get to double-digit assists. Uh, Drew Holiday is going to be guarding him most of the time, so a 40-point a upside game is super hard, and I, I mean actual points. Uh, so I don't mind not spending $9,700 for him. I do think Blake Griffin... At 4,800, makes for a rock-solid choice. Uh, he only played 26 minutes in the last one. They did win by nearly 40 points, 39. Uh, and he still put up 7 points, 8 rebounds. The game before that, 18 and 14. Don't expect him to do another 18 and 14, but he has the ability to get another double-double with um, 
some other stats, like a couple assists, maybe a block or a steal there, a couple threes. Uh, he can put up 30 fantasy points here in this matchup as long as he continues to start, which I expect him to do as long as uh, while Jeff Green is out. Uh, DeAndre Jordan is not in the rotation whatsoever. Nick Claxton's not hasn't reached 20 minutes yet. Um, so I expect that to continue. I like Claxton, but he hasn't played 20 minutes since the 16th, uh, and that was a regular season game. <clears throat> so probably going to continue relying heavily on Blake Griffin to play a lot of minutes, especially at that center position, and then they can go smaller, smaller with Kevin Durant if need be. Uh, but I think Blake Griffin, to get some exposure to this team in this game, makes a lot of sense. Uh, this rotation has been very tight, especially without James Harden. It's pretty much Durant, Kyrie, Harris, Griffin, Bruce Brown, Mike James, uh, Landry Shimmett, and Nick Claxton. With Claxton not playing a ton, uh, Shimmett playing a little bit, and then the other guys playing a little bit. And then with that said, uh, I think Mike James and Bruce Brown both make a lot of sense here. Uh, Mike James more so. He seen he has seen 30 and 24 minutes. Uh, he could have seen a lot more minutes in the in massive law, but they didn't really throw him in there too much, but he's brought back over 20 points in both games. That's value there at 3,800. We can continue to throw him in there. He's playing a lot of point guard here. Um, And the matchup's pretty good. You know he's not going to get Drew Holiday as long as Kyrie Irving's in there. And you know Dante DiVincenzo is hurt as well, and he's not playing in the series. So their second very good guard defender is not there, uh, which gives Mike James a, a solid boost there. Same with Bruce Brown. He's firmly in the rotation. He's going to play around 20 to 27, uh, maybe 30 minutes, but I think that's pushing it. But he's been bringing back value a lot. The last four games, he's brought uh, at least 21 points and three three times over 26 points. Uh, two against Milwaukee, the first two, and then the last two against Boston. He's been playing pretty well, and he's only 4,200. So that's another cheap option to throw in your lineup if you want to have exposure to this game. Uh, that's probably where I'm looking at. If you wanted to take a chance on Shemet, uh at the bare minimum value, I don't mind that. I think he'll play 15 or so minutes. Uh, you know he can get hot, and you can beat the Bucks at the three-point line. Don't think the upside is crazy, but if you are sticking in a lot of high-priced guys and you need someone at the bottom barrel, um, it's going to be hard to find someone with like that. Uh, same with Nick Claxton. I do like him, but it doesn't seem like he's going to be playing a ton in this series unless Blake Griffin gets into foul trouble and or hurt. So um, those are just two Hail Mary options if you're stuck uh, towards your last spot or two and only have 3K left. Uh, so that's it. I, I like Griffin, James, and Brown uh, as my value plays here. Shemet and Claxton are my Hail Marys, and then we kn- we know the two two big guys if you can fit them in <clears throat> going on over to the other side we have the milwaukee bucks down 0-2 got embarrassed by a 39 point loss in the last one uh, so they didn't outscore the nets in any single quarter they it, embarrassingly as that sounds they were getting blown out and they still could not uh outscore the the nets in the fourth quarter or the third quarter uh, that's just bad. Uh, but that all that said, I do prefer Giannis over KD. Uh, this guy is one of the best players in the world, and now people are just ripping on him. And I see a 65-point-plus 
uh, fantasy game out of him. He is the highest guy on the slate at 11-1. He actually went up $100 in the since the last game and <clears throat> in that blowout and $300 since game one. Uh, so maybe DraftKings knows a little bit more like this too, that uh, he is due for a big, big, big bounce back game. And he was averaging in, in all five games, including the last two, including the two playoff games, he was at, he's averaging 59.5 fantasy points against the Nets. Uh, that's including the 39-point stinker and the 57-point game in Game 1. So he was averaging over 60 fantasy points in the regular season against the Nets. I expect that trend to come back, especially in a Game 3. That is super pivotal. They cannot lose this game if they have want any chance of winning this series, and they are at home. So I like me some Giannis, and he will be the guy that I pay up for a little bit over Durant. <clears throat> and that's why I was a little more bullish on Durant. Not that he isn't Durant, but just think Gian- Giannis is due. Uh, likewise for Chris Middleton, another guy who was playing really well in the fight. He's averaging 40 points against the Nets, and that's including the two games in this series. He put up 35 in Game 1 and a 25-point stinker in Game 2. I expect that to bounce back. He was averaging over 43 fantasy points or so uh, before this playoff series. Now they are home. I expect him to make a big jump. Um, He plays a lot better at home throughout the entire season. If you look at his stats, he shoots nearly 51% from the field in home games, 44% in away games. A 47-point shooter from the three-point line, in at home uh, as opposed to uh, nearly 36% or under 36% at um, opposing courts. So all the research says that Chris Middleton is much better at home than he is away, and I expect that trend to uh, come back here, especially against Brooklyn. All the reasons mentioned kind of for uh, Giannis is Game 3. They are on their home court. They cannot lose this game if they have want any semblance of hope to win this series. Uh, and, and Chris Middleton has just been, historically this season, much better at home than away shooting-wise. Uh, he's only averaging less than a point more at home. I mean, <clears throat> on the road, he's averaging just slightly under one point less on the road than at home. But his shooting has been just light, night and day difference um, from the three-point line and field goal percentage. Uh, for when he's at home. So I expect that to continue at only 7,800. I think we are getting a very good value. And I think 40 points should be uh, what I expect from him with some upside there. <clears throat> Drew Holiday is another guy that you can look at, but I prefer Middleton in this uh, environment. Um, as weird as it sounds, Drew Holiday is better on the, the road than at home throughout this season. Uh, so, for those reasons and whatnot, I just I have a feeling about Middleton bouncing back. He's also getting a lot of heat. And those are two guys, and he doesn't have to extend his energy on the other side of the ball. As Drew Holiday has to be chasing around Kyrie Irving, there is no James Harden for both of them to go after. So uh, I do prefer Chris Middleton for just $200 more. Outside of that, I mean, it's, it's tough. No one has been doing much of anything uh, this series. You can look at Brooke Lopez to bring back solid value here at 4,600. I think Blake Griffin has the higher upside at only 200 more. But um, Brooke Lopez, again, if you're stacking stars and scrubs kind of thing or 
high price, low price. I won't almost screw up. Then you can look at him too for at only forty six hundred. Uh, not a bad play there. Um, another guy that you can look at, PJ Tucker, near bare minimum value. He's playing. Uh, he's played forty minutes or fifty minutes total in this series so far. Doesn't have huge upside, but if you're filling out your lineup, you know you can get about twenty seven to thirty two minutes out of PJ Tucker, and he's near bare minimum at thirty one hundred. Um, and those are the the guys that I'd be looking at currently. Uh, on this Buck squad, <clears throat> mainly the top two, and then I'll throw in Brooke Lopez and PJ Tucker for some uh, cheap action there if need be. And then you can look at who starts at shooting guard if you want another value play. It's going to be either Connaughton or Bryn Forbes, uh, two guys. They should split the minutes, but you might be able to get a cheap starter again uh, for a very reasonable price. <clears throat> All right, guys. So that's one game in the books. Now we have game two. We have the Los Angeles Clippers in Utah again taking on the Jazz for game two of the series. Uh, the Clippers were winning, 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 and then Donovan, the, the Jazz behind Donovan Mitchell stormed back in that second half and won the game. So the Jazz have a one nothing lead right now. And we will start with the... Uh, the spread, we have a 221 game total, which is 13 points less than the previous game. And the Jazz are three-point home favorites. That's, ironically, how much they won by in game one. Um, on the injury report for the Clippers, we have Serge Ibaka as out and Mike Conley as questionable. Uh, Conley is the one guy on this slate that we're going to have to keep an eye on. Uh, he is the one big name that may or may not play. Um, I think he was getting close. So that is certainly something to keep an eye on. I think he is going to, uh, I would say it's 60-40 that he plays, but that's very close, reasonably up in the air. All right, we'll go on to the Clippers since they are the away team. They are down 0-1. And we'll start with the two big guys. Kawhi Leonard shot 9 of 19 in the first game. Uh, looked really good at first, and then they started. Looked like they slowed down at the end and, and got a little bit tired, uh, especially him. Paul George shot only 4 of 17. He did have 10 rebounds, but he didn't do much of anything else, 20 and 10. Um, I think they're they're due for a bounce back, but I think that uh, playing a seven-game grueling series, now they had to come back, maybe did take a lot out of them. Uh, game one, and now they're still in Utah. So I don't know if I want to fully throw my support behind either of them. I I think Donovan Mitchell is right in the middle of those two, and I'd probably prefer him at that price tag, <clears throat> and you could pay down a little bit. But I don't hate going to a Kawhi Leonard. Um, we know what he's capable of. He's capable of 60-point upside, and at 9-6, I, I would prefer him over Paul George, but that's $1,100 price tag difference, so... See what you do with the stars, but I'm probably not having too too much exposure to either of them. If I had to pick, it'd be Leonard. I think we do have enough value options here uh, on this slate that we can get a couple of these high price guys in there. Um, next guy on the team is Reggie Jackson. He only played 17 minutes in that last one, which was my fear. Uh, now that they don't have, they don't need instant offense. They don't fully need to 
throw him out there. He did play pretty well while he was out there, but now they have they do have options. They have Rajon Rondo. They have Patrick Beverly back in the rotation. Terrence Mann has certainly um, made himself worthy of a lot more playing time. So they have <clears throat> all these options. And out of those guys, Rajon Rondo was the one who took the lion's share of minutes. So it's kind of... A little bit scarier. Beverly didn't play much. Mann didn't really play much. And then there's Luke Kennard, who played a lot as well. He's taking a lot more. Uh, he played nearly. He played nearly 30 minutes in the last one. So the guard rotation here is a little up in the air from game to game. Um, so I'm probably I'll take some shots at Mann, Kennard, Rondo, Beverly. I, I probably won't have many shots at uh, Reggie Jackson because he's too expensive for taking a shot at at 5,400. But Rondo, Kennard, Mann, Beverly, 35, 33, 32, 30, uh, 3K, all super, super, super cheap for me to take another take a shot on or not. Um, whoever you're feeling, maybe wait out the starting lineup. Uh, Rondo played the most in the last game. So him and Kennard both played the most. Maybe look that way. But Terrence Mann should be playing more than the eight minutes that he played in the last one. Uh, he, he showed himself to be very reliable and, and a big reason why they came back in the last series. So uh, I expect him to turn it around. Beverly is an option at 3K, but I just don't like him as a basketball player too much. Uh, I expect him to play more than six minutes, but he's just not high upside either. <clears throat> DeMarcus Cousins is a guy who Looked pretty solid when he was on the floor. He only played four minutes, but those were four very productive minutes. He did have three fouls, uh, but he looked pretty good out there. Uh, he was grabbing some rebounds. He had a three, couple um, scores down low. He had an and one. He looked pretty good. He only played four minutes, though, so uh, very shaky there. But I think he might be a guy who can get into the rotation. They have been playing super, super small. Marcus Morris has been starting at center. And at 4,500, 4, another option that you can throw there, kind of around the Blake Griffin territory. I prefer Blake Griffin. I think Blake has a little bit higher upside. Uh, but Morris is another guy that isn't too bad. Uh, he's he's pretty much like a Brooke Lopez um, as well, another option to just throw there. That's cheap. But I think Clippers have a ton of super cheap and affordable options. That That's where I'll have most of my exposure to. Um, Probably have more exposure to Rondo and Kennard than everybody else, but I don't mind going to a Marcus Morris uh, either. And a Kawhi Leonard if I'm going, if you're going star scrubs. <clears throat> All right, uh, on to the next game. We are uh, next team. We have the Jazz, the last team of the night, and we saw a couple things. We saw Spider Mitchell put this team on his back and get this to a one zero. Utah advantage. He dropped 45 points on 16 of 30 shooting, 6 of 15 from 3. He was feeling it, especially in that third quarter. He was just on fire. Uh, I don't mind going there again if in the middle of... He's only he's 8,900, so he's pretty much right in the middle of Kawhi and Paul George. Uh, eventually, he's going to get a lot of Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, but I don't know. Maybe they'll give it one more game until they do that adjustment. Uh, I don't. We'll have to see what Ty Lue does. But if that's the case, I don't mind going to Mitchell again. He he showed that he can score and he can get hot, and he is the alpha and omega on this team. 
especially if Mike Conley is out. Again, if Mike Conley doesn't play, that gives everybody a boost. Mitchell, Joe Ingles gets the start. Um, Clarkson gets more opportunity. Bohan gets more opportunity. Uh, if, if Conley does play, drops everybody slightly. I won't be so high on Mitchell um, if Conley does play, but he's still going to shoot 20-plus shots in this. I, I can't see him not taking that many shots. <clears throat> so uh, either way, I'm going to like him, but I won't be as high on him if Mike Conley does ultimately suit up. That said, I do want to put faith back in Broody Gobert. I expected a lot more from him, only 10 points. He only took six shots, only made two of them. I I, I need him to be bigger. I need him to be um, better. He is going against Marcus Morris and a bunch of shorter people. Uh, Cousins played a couple minutes. Zubats played not too much. But Rudy Gobert really needs to be the physical imposing force down low, both on defense and on offense. Uh, and at 7,700, I'm going to take another shot at him in hopes that he can do that. <clears throat> um, we'll see exactly, but I have faith that he can bounce back in this one in his individual performance uh, on the fantasy score sheet. Outside of that, not super, super high on the other two. Maybe I'll, I'll have a little bit more exposure to Clarkson if uh, Mike Conley is out. If Mike Conley is in, don't want to play either of them. Uh, if Mike Conley is out, I like Joe Ingles, 4,700. Uh, just a solid value play. Not major, major upside, but we know that he can play and he's going to start and uh, be there for us when we need him. And Royce O'Neal at 5,100. He's just going to play a ton of minutes. Minutes equal money. If you're around that range and you want someone reliable to play 35 minutes plus uh, and bring back maybe 30 fantasy points, 25, 30 fantasy points, uh, value and a little bit over value, 5'6", five, six, five, six X. Royce O'Neal's your guy. We know that um, he can be there and get all those minutes because he's he's just vital. He, he They need him to guard every position on the court, which he can do. Uh, and that's why he plays so, so much. And Derek Favors played 15 minutes in the last game and, and looked pretty good out there. Uh, they He took advantage, more advantage than uh, Gobert against the small guys. And I don't mind throwing a dart throw at him again at 3,100. Another option for you guys on that cheap, cheap um, <clears throat> bargain bin. And I think that's what we have a lot of. Uh, uh, which is weird. We have a lot of bargain bin guys that we can throw at people in this two-game series deep in the playoffs. All right, that does it for the two-game podcast. Um, Before we go, I'll do my quick player tiers. My favorite option over 8K for my expensive guys, I'm going to go with Giannis. I just think he's going to... I know you're paying top dollar for him, but I do think we have a lot of cheap options on the slate. Uh, that we can pair him with, and I think he has the highest upside and scores the the most points on the slate. Uh, maybe not dollar wise, he's not the best, but I I think he's the safest for sixty points. I just can't imagine him doing a uh, this team falling flat on their face like they did in the last game. Now that they're at home and in a game three, uh, this is one of the best players on the planet. Two time MVP before the season, back to back. Just can't imagine him shooting and playing the way that he did and they did in the last game. And likewise for Chris Middleton, who's my favorite mid-tier play of the night. 
7,800. If I can't get exposure to Giannis and I want to go a little bit different route, maybe balance things out, maybe uh, like a Mitchell, uh, Kyrie, et cetera, et cetera. Then I want Chris Middleton exposure. Similar sentiment for Giannis. Uh, This guy, he put up over 40-plus fantasy points on average in the regular season against this team. Uh, Now he's just, he only has 60 total in two games. Uh, He's played very poorly, and he's much better at home than he is on the road. They are now home. He's not going to shoot 13 of 43 again. That's what he's shot in the last two games. I expect that to get closer to 500 shooting. And with that said, uh, if he does get closer to 500 shooting, value is going to be had here. So I really like uh, Chris Middleton as a, I think he's a super safe option. For my value play, anything under five, uh, I guess we're just going to stick with this same team, the same game, not the same team, but the same game. It's um, Blake Griffin. I think he's super safe at 4,800. I didn't think I would have said this earlier in the year when he was still on Detroit or even in Brooklyn when they were kind of easing him in and playing them a certain amount of minutes. But we know that he's playing a lot of minutes in this series already at 61 minutes in two games. Only played 26 in the last one, but they didn't need him to play. They blew him. They won by 39 points. So he he was able to get in-game rest there. I think he's in for another 30-plus minutes. He probably would have played more than 35 in the first game if he did not foul out. Uh, but I think he's grabbing rebounds. Uh, he's looking better. He ha- he only has four assists in the two games in the series, something that he's better at. Uh, he's one of the better, pa- best-passing big, big men in this uh, game. So I expect another... 25-plus fantasy points. I think value is easily had here. Jeff Green's not playing. DeAndre Jordan's not in the rotation. Um, Nick Claxton's only playing minutes in the teens. So they're playing Blake Griffin a lot. And minutes equal money, especially a guy that's talented uh, in a fast-paced matchup. All right, and that does it for our player tiers. Thank you guys for joining in, as always. Um, Give us a, if you want, give us a rate review. Tell us what you like, what you don't like on whatever platform you listen to. Uh, and then you can follow us on Twitter at all of our different HoopBall uh, tags. We have HoopBall Gaming, HoopBall uh, Team Podcast, uh, Dan's Podcast, everything there. You can follow me at Santino Cocone. But again, thank you guys for listening in. Tomorrow we will have Will and Dave back for you uh, for Friday. And have a good night and good luck. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.